0: yes sir ladies and gentlemen ladies to the day motherfucking gentlemen it is i your host soon coming yet again amadi and uh i come bearing good news i'm back another week as promised now what i got going on in the background that's my special guest today so let me give you some context. I've been out of the game for a couple months, rejuvenating, finding who I am, reading more, continually drinking water. In fact, I've been cooking so much for myself now. What is fast food? Yeah, what is that shit? Here? Couldn't tell you. But I'll tell you what I'm on something new. That's right, dude new area code and new books. yeah let me just tell you something new about myself i'm making mushroom sandwiches now might replace meat, all right? but i'm gonna leave that there i don't want to go too deep because i really want you to enjoy this episode i'm about to drop on you so uh i'm going back in the time vault and timely as it is jay key as a special guest when i last visited, visited seattle and uh as you know I'm a Texas boy now. So with that being said, uh, I love to spread this and have my Texas folk know what it is. And he actually is from a city I was raised in, in Washington, Everett. And with that being said, we're going to go back in the vault. We're going to capture back that moment. And uh, I really want you to understand what it is. It is what it is. So with no further ado, let's tap into that episode. So...
1: Yeah. You move here, exactly.
0: bro? Yeah. Yes, sir. 2014,
2: July okay. 14. What brought you out here?
3: It seemed like the move. I was actually in Portland. Oh. Okay. I was gonna move to Portland, so mm-hmm. I was in Portland for like two months, mm-hmm. and I came to visit. I had a job in Portland. I came to visit on a whim, and I drove into Fremont, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, "Oh, this city's much cooler." Because <laughs> it was more, it was more city-like than Portland, you know. And yeah, it seemed yeah. like there were different kinds of people. You know, Portland's like limited mm-hmm. socially, I would say, and but there were it's no a dance small clubs. Small, big
2: city.
0: Hey, this is perfect right no here. No
3: dance clubs. No dance clubs in Portland. That was a problem. I couldn't find any. At least, like maybe they have some now. But I never been any down there.
2: But I haven't explored
3: the Ladies city. Ladies
0: and gentlemen, I know that there was no dance club, Ladies man, I have... and gentlemen, I know you are there... now tuned in to Your Heard Radio, where life moves from the verb of your words. That's right. That's the actions of your words. It is our your host soon coming to Marty, and uh, we back on air. We got something smooth for you today i got a very special episode for you it's what it's when you combine the north and the south you find the true purpose of the compass i suppose so uh i have a guest from the north end and i got a guest that loves the south end seattle to everett yes sir so one guest needs no introduction so you'll just have to guess the voice but uh, the man of the hour, I have JQ on the mic. What's good, my guy?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up with you, G?
0: Yes, sir. You hear the voice. Yeah, your voice belongs on on instrumental. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and then, uh, Mr. No Introduction.
3: I feel like I can't rep the South End. Like, I'm not... South End is, like, a specific area. Uh, of oh, yeah, Seattle. what's your area?
0: What's your area? I mean, you love Seattle.
3: I, I just, mean, yeah, I'm North Seattle, though. I'm the North Seattle nigga. North <laughs>
0: nor, Northgate, huh?
3: Northgate. <laughs> <laughs> I live off of 99, off of 100th. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, Yeah. Okay, yeah. Hey, do you know the history of 99
0: of the I Seattle? Do,
3: I do, yo. I'm sad about it. I'm sad. Uh, let,
0: let break it down for us a little bit. Yeah.
3: So, I mean, 99 has traditionally always been like an area for odd types of business structure, prostitution. It's where my uh, great grandmother was arrested for being a hoe mm-hmm. uh, years ago. Yeah. But now it's being gentrified like dramatically. So, the oldest oh, yeah. strip club um, on Aurora, 99, uh, was called the Dancing Bear. So, being that I'm yogi, I really love that the name was Dancing Bear, but they they destroyed it. They they officially turned it down. So they're they're trying to uh, change all of Aurora because it's mm-hmm. it's they changed like a uh, prostitution loitering law there. So now, the but pros- but it
0: doesn't stop there. Isn't there a case <laughs> uh, of a bridge where the most deaths are on 99? I swear, I swear it's an Aurora Bridge. It has like a pretty high suicide. Right. Damn! Can people, we not associate that way? We we
3: got enough to deal with it in my neighborhood. I don't, I don't, hey, I don't we with that too. <laughs> hey, we shit. do have enough
0: to deal with. You ain't lying. But hey, uh it has that cloudy gray reputation. what is it like over in Everett? A lot of people don't know about Everett, you know. So when you're out and about, do you take the time to explain wherever it is, or do you tell them Seattle for short? And then if they go, "What part?" Then you go, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna tell you." Uh, what's your approach?
2: I always tell people Everett because growing up. <clears throat> a lot of Seattle guys are very like proud of their city and they'll be like, yo, uh, Central District. Yes. <laughs> if, if you weren't from, uh, Seattle, like actually Seattle city limits, like a, 98101 or 98103 Or some shit like zip code They'll yeah. be like bro you're not from Seattle Like don't claim the town And I never really liked that Cause I understood like all the other guys Like I don't have no problem repping where I'm from But a lot of the other guys They would just do it because it's the bigger city And you know like it's cool to say I'm from the big city And so I always just rep ever man That's where I'm from That's where I grew up That's where everybody know me at I never had an address out here mm-hmm. I never even had a 206 number I never had a desire for that
0: Yes sir Hey 425 no, you know, and I love that because, like, uh, you know what? It's crazy how empowering it is for people like myself that's been in those cities that aren't familiar. uh, And, like, just to the when you go to Washington or you go to California in you know, a side city. But uh, so when I come and I'm going to Everett Community College and I'm going to one of the most popping hookah bars in the century there, the hideout, and all those different leagues, I was like, yo, like, now when I hear Everett, all these memories flood into, like, like what part of being raised and then i check out your freestyle fridays and it's like Everett, where you at
2: Town, freestyle fridays where you at future. Back in the day, I was on the block with the drone. My hitters on the block with the chrome. I was out in the cold with the all fight like Vilone, trying to whip it on a pot or a stove. Man, back in the day, but he didn't want to shoot fair face, so I started packing the pole. Grabbing, I go. Only for the cash. When it comes to the ass, I'll be mashing it slow. Passion and flow. I've been writing since I really was six, and I'm glad that it shows. Pass on the hoes. All they ever did was get me off guard, and I'm glad that I know. Glad that I grow. All my enemies be watching my vids, and you mad that I go. Stab on the toe. I go, Edward, scissor. Hands on the beat, I'm the man with the flow. I treat the first like a brick, and I break it down. When them boys talk about me, they don't make a sound. When I was young, I was selling the major pounds right after school hit the whip, then I make my rounds. Everybody won a fist fight. I was trying to get my wrists right. Those cats being bums now. 10 years later, and my chips right. With the bands like the roots, nigga. I was 20 in a coop, nigga. Make your girl take a top off while I ride with no roof, nigga. No lie, I'm the truth, nigga. Beg I had the booth, nigga. When I say I balled all high school, I ain't a hoop, nigga.
0: So I'm always looking for that part. I'm like, downtown Everett, where you at? And then bars you know what i mean yeah yeah so uh i'm gonna slide this like first i gotta say we gotta pay homage to cascadia underground this is uh where we're hosting the podcast episode yeah today. Yeah, yeah yeah yes sir and uh, uh you guys may have heard from one of my other episodes but for you new listeners uh you're right kind of tap them just a poke at cascadia uh I've seen you set up a stand that had water, but I didn't understand why. I was like, what's with the water?
3: Bro, if our country's not working anymore, we're, we're just trying to create a situation where we can at least live like we're not a part of a country where mm-hmm. people don't care about people who don't have money or who aren't white. So, uh, Cascadia Underground is advocating for a new type of, uh, way we think about where we live.
1: hmm
0: mm-hmm.
3: So, tap in with us at departmentofbioregion.org for more information.
0: All right, perfect. Hey, yes, sir. so, let me let me tap in with this right here i need i need people to get a visual but a visual with uh with the ears so one moment here as the french would say one momento no nah, that's not what they say but yeah i think that's spanish uno momento here we go we're gonna slide in give them a little taste
2: Oh, oh, that's a guy right there. Edril in my temples <laughs> like I'm Shirley poke my chest out like I'm Kirby. On my bitches bad and curvy. I get up for grand early life for bitches. She ain't pretty if he trying to do me dirty then I shoot it like and So the like cathedral in my temples like I'm Shirley poke my chest out like I'm Kirby. On my bitches bad and curvy. Had to make a pussy nigga.
0: That's right. That's early right there from your boy J. JK the latest. Yeah, sequel. yeah. So uh let's go right into it. What inspired early? Is it daily, is it grind? You up before the worms, like I'll be honest with you, bro.
2: I got this homie Rio, right? Uh Uh-huh. Mario Luciano, he's from Everett too. And I've been buying beats off him since I was like sixteen, so we go hella far back. And I was just over there checking out beats on a humbug and I started to do this thing where I only produce the beats that like get me excited. Like I have to fall in love with the beat, like within the first five seconds, or I don't even want to hear the rest of the shit. Yeah. And so I heard it and the beat just started playing. And I was like, Oh, the sample is already interesting. And then once the bass dropped, I was like, yo, I need that shit It's done. And I just started writing. Like I wrote the, uh, I had the cadence for the chorus first and then I just started writing like almost sounds like some Lil Wayne shit. I was just like, man, I just want to hit like with some bars and then the chorus was made and it was kind of whatever. Like, wow.
0: Yeah. Just in the process. So uh, has your writing process transformed over the years? Um,
2: I would say so, but it's mainly because I was holding myself back. Like I would overthink a lot of stuff, so I want to like revise and go back. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I still do that now, but very lightly. I learned to let go and just like create. And so when I hear the beat, first off, it did change because I used to pick like a lot of beats that were dope, but they weren't exactly right for me. Mm
3: -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: And so I just I decided like, okay, I know what kind, like I know where my pocket is. I know what kind of tempos I rap better over, and then also like. I have to hear the sample and, and like I got to fall in love with the beat in the first five seconds. I don't want to have to listen to 20, 30 seconds because yeah. I'm trying to convince myself. And if I got to convince myself, then a fan is going to have to try to convince themselves that they like it. And that's not what fans do.
0: <laughs> you know,
2: no, um, Fans either like it or they don't like it. So as soon as I hear the beat, if I'm in love with it, I'm like, OK, cool. I need that. And then with the writing, I just, I I, I just kind of let it flow. You know what I'm saying? Like pick a subject or whatever. I, I always try to come up with the chorus first. Like if I can't immediately like even if i love the beat if i can't automatically start like rap into it like when i heard the beat i was like "Mm, mm, 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 mm." so i had the cadence first and it's like okay Mm. i already get Mm -hmm. if i can get a cadence if i can ride the beat that smoothly i know i can have words for it because i'm a wordsmith so it's like that's what i kind of transform my process into if i can't hear the beat and be in love with it and can't hear the beat and automatically start writing to it like right there on the spot then i'm not going to pick it because i might leave this beat in a folder for months trying to figure out how to attack it and then i just wasted time and money
3: being that you have such a strong correlation with like Everett, do you do you give a fuck about fucking with producers who are from Everett or is I, it just who whomever you?
2: I name? prefer to work with people who's from Everett. So like oh, yeah. I'm from Everett, clearly. Mario's from Everett. The engineer who I record with and mix this is also from Everett. Mm-hmm. My Freestyle Fridays are mixed by my homeboy, uh, Raphael. His rap name is Camber, Cam- uh, Camber Rose, or uh, that's his engineer name. It's like Camber Mixed It on uh, Instagram. And he mixes all my Freestyle Fridays. Sometimes I go to read over there at Milo studio, Lost Boys studio. But I try to keep everything in Everett, not because I don't mess with anybody else, but just because I'm trying to lift up the city, especially with Seattle being so prominent and only uh, a few miles away. For sure we don't get that shining so I feel like it's almost my responsibility to make sure that people are proud of where they come from and that the city gets its name because it does have its own stuff going on it's a beautiful city
3: okay
0: okay yes cool. sir so yeah I want to give people a little taste of the of the freestyle so yo let me slide into something real quick
2: Uptown freestyle Fridays everywhere you are yeah. I'm with the Benjamin, like my name button, no average Joe like your boy name was button Your girl call me baby like bun in the oven, I think I'm forgiving, you know that I'm stuffing Said he gon' pop it, you no know that you bluffing, I stay with that rocket, like Houston or something Call me the Suns cause I stay with that heat and I stay with them busts to like the Milwaukee I, I don't be sippin', I walk in no lean, I watch the pricks with my cousin the fiend We hit the club when we makin' a scene, if you don't got no bread then you're not on my team Just on our birthday we spent 20 G's, back to the sack cause we blowin' our cheese You want me there then you payin' the fee and if you want the verse in the paper to me We got 13 bottles that are down Julio so you know it nigga stunt then said i need to come down when i spend that shit like it's hurting me or something i could teach you how to make a meal in a year just work with me or something man if i pull up with the new drip and the wrist ain't curving me for nothing
0: yes sir so freestyle friday right yeah how long have you been on this freestyle friday wave
2: probably about two years like 2019 hmm uh crazy story so i was going through some stuff in life and then uh I would like, I went to a rave, right? Mm -hmm. And I wasn't drinking at the time, or I was trying not to drink. And so. I had ended up doing some mushrooms because the other homies was doing Molly and, like, coke and shit, and I, I don't do none of that. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was like, yo, let me take these mushrooms. What I didn't know is you're not supposed to take mushrooms and go to shit like a party. Yeah. Because it had me thinking really introspectively, and I was like, damn, bro, there's so many things that I don't have in order. I need to, when I'm done with this, I need to go home and get to work. And so, like, I quit drinking. I, I took a, like, I went abstinent for a minute. Like, I didn't have sex with nobody, no, none of that shit. And... I just focused on my music and I was like, man, what is the thing that I think will be the most impactful to people that I'm good at? Mm -hmm. And as you heard, I'm really good with my words. Like, I'm really a wordsmith. I come from the class of, like, growing up to the clips and, like, Wu-Tang and, like, Lil Wayne and shit where having bars was the most important thing. So it was like, okay, if I show people I can actually rap yeah and it's not about like i don't have to transform my character and get into the singing and auto-tune stuff if i'm good enough at this because this is where hip-hop started at yeah i can convert people to my fans and so i just started doing that like yo every week i'm gonna give you a 16 over a beat so that people will know like yo this guy could be anywhere on any of these songs and so i just
0: ran with that sir hey it, that, when you just told me that freestyle, it made me think of parties back in the day where whenever someone caught a glimpse, yo, is that J.K.? Hey, freestyle! Hey, freestyle oh boy! You a rapper, right? Do something. Like, what is your approach to the freestyle? Because it seems, I don't know, at, at times flattering, but then it seems like uh, it's a job, you know what I mean? It's like a porn star, you know, their boyfriend want to have sex with them, but they're like, bruh, like, I was on camera all day, like, you're like,
2: give me a second, bro. <laughs>
0: like, I, I'm not, a, I don't smash for fun, I don't just rap for fun. It's fun for me, but it's not like it's not a switch I just got to turn on, all not the time. a jukebox.
2: You can't just put a quarter, in be it. I just start doing, shit, right?
3: <laughs> and that's
0: how I
2: felt. It was like, uh, I used to just like <clears throat> try to wiggle my way out of it, like, bad politely, and then just like, like not directly say no or anything, but I'll just be like, oh, damn, y'all, I see you, oh, bro, at the side of our party, y'all, I'm gonna be back, and I'll <laughs> just skate. Yeah, but I've got to the point now where I'm just like, hey, man, you know, I really don't feel like doing that like this. this That's not what this is. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I just say it respectfully, but also set my boundaries. Yeah,
0: on some clubhouse shit, respectfully. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate that, too, because I was telling you, like, even practicing comedy, people, hey, tell me a joke. Like, yo, I got a shit, but, like, not right now. But I'm a shit later for you, you know? <laughs> you don't get your shit. Just... Don't ask for it. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, <laughs> it's wild. People just walk over. Or, and, and I know it's all out of admiration, so I never get mad at it. Mm-hmm. I just be like, I don't want to do it. But you'll get those other guys who, like, they're really into hip-hop and they like to freestyle with their friends, and they just want you to freestyle because that's their version of having a good time. But when all you do... It's like, I'm on my Spotify for artists, checking my streams. I'm checking where my fans at. I'm checking where my where my marketing and ad dollars are going at. I'm checking what cities the people are watching my YouTube from. I'm like thinking about what content to post. I'm thinking about like, damn, okay, if I want to have this kind of sound, I need to look for somebody with these kind of samples. Or maybe I need to take up playing the instrument so I can kind of create this. vibe. Like everything in my brain is mm-hmm. music so often that when people do that and it's their version of having a good time it's like if you worked at Boeing and I said damn you put planes together yeah hey bro go into my kid's bedroom and put that plane together for him a little model plane I bought him you would be like what the fuck yeah (laughs) why would you ask me to do that right now so like I can't get mad because I know it's out of admiration and they're just like yo I'm trying to have a good time you you rap I like to rap too and I'm like bro not even on no disrespect but my version of rapping is way different than yours. Like you hear what I can do. And like, I used to run around Everett and battle people just Mm -hmm. like on some Meek Mill shit, like just for fun. Cause I just love doing it so much. But it's like, when you take it into trying to make a whole lifestyle and career out of it, I put so much more effort into it that mm-hmm. I'm gassed by the time it's a Friday night and somebody runs into me and they're like, yo, J.K., man, let's get in into Cypher. Or like one of my homies, uh, he'll just throw some beats on and be like, hey, man, let's ride around and rap. And I'm like, dog, I just left the studio. I recorded three songs. The three songs all took me at least an hour a piece to write, really maybe not. more than that. So it's like I'm I'm wrapped out, my nigga. Like I'm listening to songs, trying to critique, so I can go back and perfect them before they get put out. I don't want to just aimlessly freestyle right now.
0: Hey, you just freestyled right now.
3: I'm, I'm <laughs> glad to hear you say that because it, it sounds like you got, got an a intention thing. with like your career and your approach, strong intention, um, and not just a persona. So it, it sounds like you're trying to buck trends like auto tune and stuff like that you had mentioned, but um, and clearly you can ride a beat just like hearing like early. You got presence. Um, but as far as, like, your message, I know you're trying to put on for the 4 to 5, but, but your message in general, is that, like, an intention you have, trying to have, like, a different message than what you're hearing most mainstream artists do?
2: I think so. I try not to, because we had talked a little, about, a little bit earlier about my upbringing and how it was kind of rough and I was in the streets for a minute. But <clears throat> while that is sprinkled throughout my music, Gotta I try be. not to make it so... Like a parent, like a rest in peace to King Von. He's, I got to drop on this flexing nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I I don't, I purposely don't rap like that. I want it to be more about music. Also, I pick certain beats that I know people can have a good time to, even if I have something to say over it. Okay. Kind of mm-hmm. like how Kendrick did with the um, Be Humble or with the, uh, the swimming pools. It's like, I'm not going to be a conscious rapper like Kendrick, but at the same time, he found a way to mesh it to where you got people drinking alcohol, talking about swimming pools, and he's talking about becoming an alcoholic. And how to avoid being an alcoholic And growing up seeing people ruin their lives behind alcohol If you really listen to that song And that's more of what I'm on Like I'm going to tell you about my life I'm going to tell you about the ups and downs But I'm going to say it in a way that You you don't get depressed about it You know what I mean Mm-hmm. Okay I can dig it
0: Yeah yeah I dig that Yes sir So in honor of um, Alright so you said you're a bar rapper right Because we all have uh, criteria like bars uh, So would you be in the field of like big sean right because would you consider him a bar rapper you know like
2: big sean is definitely a bar rapper at times uh which i feel like every artist who wants to be punchline heavy there's only so much you can do when you want to really say something so you got to sneak them in but you can't be all the way there and then uh yeah i would say like a big sean uh definitely an influence uh drake when it comes to just making like those those bangers Mm -hmm. because drake is just so good at on a beat knowing his tone and making some shit that you just hear you hear the beat first before you hear him and you know you're gonna dance and then he comes on to it and he's like another instrument he's not like a rapper just on a beat you're like damn bro all this shit is smooth i need to yeah. move
0: <laughs> like yeah yeah you said it like when you come on the voice is an instrument yeah Hey, right, so uh just have you seen any things that you have repeatedly happened like said repeatedly happened throughout your career preventing from your breakthrough like uh patterns or just the way the market moves like or management like just dealing with people dealing with features just no art
2: a a few things a few things um definitely inconsistency Mm -hmm. but the inconsistency the inconsistency would originate from me not knowing how to get my music to reach a higher level and it's not that i don't love music i swear like if i never blew up i would probably continue to make music forever and i would probably instead of making contemporary hip-hop where it's like the most popular style i would probably get into some really like wavy organic like a lot of instruments and type of shit, which mm-hmm. i'm gonna get there eventually but it's like a. The inconsistency came from me just not knowing how to take my music to the next level. Mm -hmm. And it's not like we live in a city like L.A. where you can be Tyler, the creator and have really dope music and then end up around people or you throw some shows and executives here. Yo, who's this Tyler kid? Yeah. I'm gonna see if he wants to have a meeting. We don't have that here. So it was like, how do I get my music there without having to uproot my job and everything and just move there and be broke, which I know a lot of people did and I commend them for. It. And so that I think that was the biggest thing. And then also all the transitions that hip hop has had because I never intended when I got into writing music, I fell in love with nineties hip hop. And then it was mm-hmm. all all the guys who were real, 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 like avid rappers just like very prolific lyricists that's what i fell in love with and so mm-hmm. as the game started to transform into music where they snapped or uh, uh, uh the the auto tune and the drug rap and all that kind of stuff it, it made me be like damn like do i want to keep doing this if like this is the direction is anybody even going to like what i have to say yeah but i think one thing that i noticed from taking notes and paying attention is that the most talented lyricists were the ones who kept ahead like if you think about who the top three is in hip-hop everybody knows even the artists under them know it's drake it's is kendrick and it's cole mm-hmm. now lil wayne is still rapping jay-z is still rapping but we're talking putting out an album every year it's drake kendrick and cole and so it was like okay if they got space the only thing i need to do is make sure that my music sounds good enough to present to the people that is listening to it at that time that doesn't mean i have to go crazy with the auto tune and start singing or any of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and just keep my content very strong keep with the impressive and witty punch lines and make sure that i have something valuable to say not just be a guy who can rap really good
3: right right yeah where's kanye on that list just
2: just uh, just to ask Kanye is not quite the level of lyricist I'm talking about. Like when it comes to rappers, like rapping for for lyrics, I'm not gonna stop my day to go watch a uh, a flex freestyle with Kanye. But if even though Drake would never do a flex freestyle because they don't like each other, if Drake did like a say a L.A. Leakers freestyle, I would stop what I was doing and watch it. Cause I'm like, hold on, first off, we don't even get bars like that from Drake. Cause he's just making hits, you know, we know he could rap, but that was 2011 Drake. That was like really just giving you bars. And then like uh, Cole, Cole just did one on the LA leakers. And that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, And and that's what I'm saying. So it's like Kanye, when it comes to top music artists, definitely on the chart, but, but lyricists, not exactly. He's going to give you like an amazing song or an incredible, phenomenal body of work, but you're not straight running to Kanye for his lyrics, like say you used to on maybe College Dropout or something like that. And even then, he wasn't doing really freestyles like that.
0: Yeah, I I don't know what his algorithm is, but he somehow hits these bars that are like, yeah, that was tough, but it's almost in a I don't know if it's the gospel tone, but it's like in a way where. I'm like, I'm in the moment, I'm, but I can't call off bars, like, right now thinking, you know, like, where you be, like, Lil Wayne Fireman or something. Yeah. So, have you in the trunk like the car, Papa Willie or something? Like, yeah. You you hit me with a Kanye bar right now.
2: Like, Kanye will say some shit that's, like, mad clever. Like, uh, he said, um, I go to
3: Jacob with 25000 you go with 2500 wow. Like, like yeah. that kind of fun stuff, or like Toys R Us, where I used to spend that Christmas cash, and I still won't grow up. I'm a grown ass kid. Just yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's, it's like the the content. Of how he's going with it is like more relevant to someone like me. That's why I'm it's, it it's very yeah. relatable. It's very relatable, but it's too. It's, I yeah.
2: I see where you're coming from though as well. Yeah. It's not like crazy punchline heavy, like how he said, Oh, girl, why we arguing? Oh, I forgot it's summertime. You're like, damn, like I feel that. Like, yo, the summertime started <laughs> happening. Everybody wanted I know I'm I'm like that in relationships. When the summertime comes, I'm like, damn, bro, like from my old days. I about, used to yeah. just be out here trying to get them. So when the summertime comes, I'm in a relationship, I get a little shake. I'd be like, man, let me not pick up the phone for my home. Means I need to stay home and stay with my girl. Cause if I see something out there, I might get to acting
0: stupid. <laughs> hey, ooh, bringing up that still be bringing up girls. Like I, right, I have to ask as as a hip hop artist, what was your relationship with hip hop and and your woman? Because you know, and then she be like, my bitch or. You know, I got these breezies ready, to, or I'm gonna, you know, glaze these. You know what I mean? The, <laughs> uh, I'm i uh, I'm i I'm, I'm a glaze these toaster strudels out here. You know what I'm saying? So when you're saying these bars, and, and that's end, a line in, in early.
2: Okay, okay, I love yeah, that. I love that. It's, it's so I'm let like, me glaze you like a
3: strudel I'm with that. I'm with that.
0: So I'm just like I'm I just, haven't heard
3: breezy in a minute. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if people are using breezy. Uh, I'm trying
0: to be clean. I like okay. As fuck with you. So, but, uh, but I mean, like when you're when you're in these elements right it's part of the culture so when when your girlfriend at any point in your i don't know if you're currently dating someone but any point through your hip-hop career was that ever a point of like yo like like you know she's saying be with you or is she kind of questioning like oh do you really got all these bitches you were talking about in that last song (laughs)
2: like you know what i mean i feel like that's happened to me a couple times but it wasn't very serious any woman that i've been really serious with yeah she knows my character and i appreciate any woman that gets to know me for my character and not judge me off of certain things she may see because i get it like nobody's perfect so i might be 80 20 i might be 70 30 75 25 or whatever but she'll see like okay all this other shit uh, are we not supposed to curse no you're good okay yeah all this other shit that you do I know what type of guy you are, and you going to hold me down, so I don't really have to worry about that. And then on top of that, there was always times in my life where I was single, so I could be talking about a lot of stuff that people can relate to. That doesn't mean I feel like that now. And at the same time, I do have songs that are very, like, deep R&B-ish, and I am talking about heartbreak or breakup or even, like, just being really enamored with a woman or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they get to hear those things too because those songs haven't released. And I'll be like, "Hey, do you like this?" Like, 'cause I want to play it for a woman, so I, I'll play it for my girl at the time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that's never really been an issue.
0: Yeah. You, uh. So any any love songs out there that were dedicated to any?
2: Uh, when y'all hear them, you'll know they were dedicated to somebody, 'cause uh, that's usually how I do. Like, I'll hear a song, and I'll either have like some situations that i can pull from and i'll kind of like create a story out of it or i'll just tell a full ass story about like one girl i was dating and how it went yeah yeah so like in 2019 i was writing about specific very specific situations and i have a freestyle friday coming up that's written about a very specific situation where like something happened i was like man i'm gonna just write about this and get it yeah. off my chest
0: yo yeah i remember telling jokes sometime, and some girl asked me like was I the Taco Bell girl? And I'm like, uh, no, I didn't answer her just to leave the mystery, you know. But it's like, is that me? Yeah, yeah depends. Feel me? What are you talking about? What <laughs> you yeah, <fucking> talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I want to actually slide into fashion. Uh, yeah. So you came in error with the baggy jeans. You look back now and go, damn, what was I doing? Or you miss it? And said,
2: "Tall white teeth, Can't believe we used to widows. White <laughs> folks looking at us like we widows. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was definitely. I mean, shit, bro. I was a little ghetto kid in the mid two thousands. I hit high school like two thousand four, two thousand five. Big you know belt man?
0: buckles. You feel me? The big buckles.
2: Big belt <laughs> buckles. I, it was. I didn't even care about about my belt buckle because nobody was ever gonna see it because I was like five, eight, five nine, and I had like. <laughs> A tall tee that was down to my knees and then i was sagging my pants down damn near low enough to where you could like you could see the pockets and yeah. the the shirt is almost down to my knees you Just, could see the pocket like i'm sagging them shit. Right. and you know how people walk like with their legs kind of wide because the Defy. pants are so low yeah. like that white tees and, and 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 501 jeans and air forces and feelers like i was on that but
0: uh, hey you're right you ever sag back in was you was you ever in the baggy clothes
2: I wasn't i actually uh i'm I'm from where where everybody
3: was doing it so i I look back on it and even then think it was like the worst era of rap music ever like when i I went to high school at the same time uh and i was wearing like superhero shirts like i was a i was a i was a nerd and i was listening to the beatles because like shit was just
0: (laughs) he was the child that's getting beat on that (laughs) (laughs) ass
3: hey Um, hey, shout out we were on the same bus because we used to have to bus from um he's from stone mountain like me and we, we uh donald glover okay 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 so he went to the deKalb school of arts so that you had to take a bus from like the nigga neighborhood to get to like the north side of the city to go to school so he would be on those same buses um he's years older than us but still even so he was like on the same swag as us as me and my brother so no
0: not not me yeah (laughs) yeah i was like i never pictured you sagging like yeah 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 yeah,
2: i could i could get that vibe from talking to you like you didn't fall into that but you know what i always fucked with the kids like y'all because it was just like it seemed like to be that age to be in high school. Y'all was so wise to be like, "Well, I don't know. I just don't feel like doing that," and to just stand on that, you yeah. know.
0: You grounded, yeah. like you grounded niggas like us. You and, and
2: y'all also always had the wavy taste in music. And I've always been a music head. Like I would listen to the the rap and the hardcore and the Jeezy and Gucci and stuff when I was with my homeboys. But like when I went home. I'm like, yo, where that Maroon Five at? Cause I'm finna slap that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have to take our clothes off. Hey, that album's a classic. That's another. Bro, classic
2: she will album. be loved. That's another. I classic heard that album. when I was in middle school. My mom came downstairs because we from New York, right? Originally from the Bronx.
0: Hey, um, you from the Bronx?
2: Yeah, well, Mount Vernon, but it's real close to the Bronx. But nice. if you don't know New York, then you got to say the Bronx.
0: I was born in the Bronx too. Okay, I so so you never know where knew where that. Is. Is. That's just, yeah, cool, cool. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, so she came downstairs and I'm listening to it, and like I had never heard this song in my life, and and. Matter of fact, it might not even be She be Love," Be but it was one of those off that album. And uh, I'm watching it and I'm like, it just came on. I'm like getting ready, about to eat my cereal. I'm watching MTV. I didn't even know what was playing. And I, I heard it and I came out to the TV and I watched it and I was just standing there looking and I'm like in love with this song. And my mom comes downstairs and I'm like, ooh, why you listening to this white people music? You've been here too long. We got to take you back home. <laughs> <laughs> but i just i always been a music head man just any good me, i don't care what genre but country rock alternative indie like i have all of that stuff on on my on my uh apple music and i also got uh like i'm I'm a big fan of like music like a uh, jazz and like black music from the 40s to like the 60s that's good i feel
3: like uh adam levine like songs about jane like crossed over from white people to black people because like i think he's a big stevie wonder fan so like the whole blue Eyed soul genre i think he really has a connective tissue to that because he's a stevie wonder fan so like i remember a lot of black girls fucking with this album specifically because it's smooth it's, he's he's a smooth he's smooth on this album
0: yeah i don't
3: like their other albums as much but this, this album this album goes hard
0: yeah man that, that brings me into like just yeah when you're the black kid dressing in skateboard clothes or Doing the punk rock and people call you—it's like being black is funny. Like we're labeled even within our own race to be like, like we're supposed to be something already. It's assumed. So when we come out and want to be a NASCAR driver or want to jump in the pool, or you know, want to work at the bank or do something that's not a microphone or a basketball or football or something, people will just be like, "What?" Like, oh no! And then they almost put us against each other. Like,
2: no, I get that 100, percent especially because. When I first moved to Washington, we lived in Lake Stevens, which is a very white part of town, especially like back in the 90s, it was a it was even more like white and it was even more underdeveloped. So there's a lot of trees, a lot of woods and stuff. And so people would when I would talk to my family in New York or when I would go see other black people further south, they would be like, why you talk so white? And it was like, I don't even talk white, bro. Like I just. Yeah, I might say dude or whatever, but which everybody says that now, but like I just talk proper even being how i am now and having the upbringing that i've had since i moved from lake stevens people in the south or something would will be like damn like you talk so proper and it's just like bro washington state don't even got an accent yeah because we're so far away you think about the south the, the whole accent from the east coast comes from london yeah so the 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 northeast is like a derivative of london the southeast is a derivative of the northeast which is a derivative of london and then the southwest is a derivative from the south which is still a derivative of of london and then you get way way up here yeah where it wasn't nobody there wasn't no slaves or no masters or wasn't no country there wasn't no no people coming straight off the boat from from europe it, we say things exactly how they sound in the book mm-hmm. like when you're reading the dictionary we say the words exactly like that and so it's like i don't there's no accent where I'm from, like all the black people and all the white people and all every every color. We all talk the same.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, because I, I I never completely thought about it, but I, I feel like the West Coast in general, you don't really correlate with having a specific accent. But, it's but, not- but
0: people know they go. You have a West Coast accent. L.A. LA
2: niggas one. and Bay niggas got an accent, though. Ooh. Just like if you listen to uh, Ben Staples. OK like ben staples got a heavy west coast accent uh some of those guys from the bay they got a heavy west coast accent but once you cross into oregon and washington we don't have it yeah yeah i've noticed that
3: there's not really a strong accent but west coast rappers in general like california rappers i never really gave them a a a big respect i know a lot of like newer seattle rappers now because i'm
2: trying to stay with everything local but like
3: I never listened to any west coast rappers i never felt like they they even
2: deserved the same respect do you do you feel like that no nah, i can't say i i feel like that at all
0: um <laughs> he's a dude tupac we're gonna we're gonna just I mean, it? tupac's from maryland if we're gonna be straight on oh, oakland didn't he doesn't brooklyn, he claim oakland
2: brooklyn and baltimore Tupac well, is from baltimore man. but all
0: right oakland claimed them in that in that netflix series Fine
2: A lot of places You know what Because <laughs> his mother dumpy, was Because he ran His mother dump. was a, a Black Panther And yeah. the, the there was a huge Black Panther champ, chapter In Oakland
0: Yeah Tupac is from Baltimore, Maryland But hold on Was that his song We going back to Cali Or, or no, was that? Um, By that
2: point no, that was Biggie But he, he made California
3: love He made California
0: love California Where's Baltimore love Tell me
3: <laughs> He was signed to death row I mean He, he was he, he made it Living in California. Yeah, so he fell in love with, like,
2: the culture. Like, they even talk about that. Like, yo, Tupac got out there. And first off, when he was in jail, he was like, none of the East Coast dudes would come bail me out. And I thought they was all my friends. And then uh, uh, Suge Knight seen what kind of artist I was and was like, man, we could do something with this. And so he flew out there and bailed him out and got him on a contract and he was like, you know what? I ride with the West cause ain't nobody on the East fuck with me. And that's really, wow. and he already had roots in California. So he was like, I'm claiming this. As far as West coast rappers deserving the same respect. I think they definitely do. They make different music and there is bars in it. It's just different style. It's a different delivery of bars. It's a different type of beat. And even when you date way, way, way back to NWA, DJ quick, sugar free, the game, the game has a crazy East okay. coast style and then like listen. I wasn't including Kendrick
3: Lamar in that like by the way like like Kendrick Lamar gets a different category but outside of Kendrick Lamar and I'm not saying Vince Staples isn't good I just yeah, never ju- you, I just never
2: yeah it. you haven't been on that I think yeah. you should really listen to this last uh Vince Staples album it's Vince Staples by Vince Staples just the name of the album okay. is Vince Staples just listen to it it's really good music really warm sound it's not like super West Coasty sounding because I don't really like music that sounds like the, the- the G-Funk type shit? I wouldn't even say that. Like, I grew up on New York music, but I really hate music that sounds like New York. I want mm. you to be creative and make your own shit. I don't want you to sound like mm. everybody grew up in these five boroughs because, you know, for a long time, New York just sounded like the same shit. And that's yeah. why their music wasn't progressive. Got a hunter
0: gun, a hunter clips. <laughs> I'm from New York You
2: feel me And like the sped up soul samples And all that kind of shit Like I ain't trying to hear That shit no more Bro we did that What is next I love the New York music But if you're not progressing I can't listen to the same thing Over and over Okay
3: That's a fact I, I agree with that 100% Yeah that's a Yeah, I think
2: effect. you're gonna like that one though Cause you got a good ear And it's really for like Musical people It's not just for hip hop fans Okay then
3: Having said that, when I go to Apple Music because I'm 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 excited to start fucking with your music, they drop artists and suggest people that are that are similar to you.
2: Have you seen that for your specific Apple Music? Man, I know a couple of niggas that's actually uh, they drop suggested. N- neither one of them niggas rap like me,
1: <laughs> and
2: and yeah, we don't we don't even make music good. like I know them, and I feel like they're. I know how their camp runs and they're really tech savvy. So they was just like any artists that we, cause I, I went on a tour with them. And they're just like any artists who we like dealt with, we just gonna say we similar too. So we can pick up their fans off the algorithm.
3: And that I've been paying attention to that. I was wondering if it was more a correlation with like who these artists are connected to as opposed to their sound. So I wanted to know what you thought. I about think it.
2: That's, that's the technical thing that you gotta do yourself. Like if I wanted to go and have the people do the SEO and like say yo i'm similar to big shauna so similar to this guy i could okay. probably work it out but that if you listen to their music after you listen to a couple of my songs none of that shit is very similar i'm not gonna listen all.
3: to it unless you suggested it
2: <laughs> yeah um <laughs> yeah it, it's just not similar to my music okay. at all yeah okay cool Dang, that was a good question
0: i was i didn't think about the algorithm yeah.
2: Got to think about, at least for me, I have to think about the algorithm. Because
0: like, this is how people are
3: accessing music now, right? Like, yeah. they're not using magazines like that. You know, they're going to use playlists from some cat Spotify. You know, I follow people on Apple Music, and sometimes I'll be like, oh, this is something somebody messed around with. So yeah. these streaming platforms are, are really paramount, like from YouTube, from Apple Music, from
2: Spotify. I mean, that's how people are engaging with, with the sound now. So Ain't nobody listening to the radio, even though, like, you'll talk to an exec and they'll be like, yo, the radio is still the most prominent form of media when it comes to music. But I can't argue them because I'm sure they got the stats and everything. Right. And they're also I feel like they're the the labels are invested in the radio, so they don't wanna tell you, nah, fuck radio. But But I think like you said before, right? Place place plays a
3: factor. If you're in LA, you can be somewhere insert some, some executive in the crowd and you could just fuck with it. Like if you're in Atlanta and all the rappers are there, their mm-hmm. radio is very you know, there's gonna be some there's gonna be some fight. Like when I was just there, it's so much cooler to listen to the radio. I would never listen to the radio to listen to new music here. So No,
2: no, no, they're not in tune out here. Like, the we have a music scene, but we don't have a music industry. And the way they run the music scene is not like the music industry where they're looking for new talent all the time and they're trying to bring people on and they're seeing who's got the hottest sound and they're listening to all the current music and saying, okay, we need this guy on the show. We need that guy on the show. They don't do that here. So this is not a place for that, but then you also have to think about the infrastructure, not to bring it to race, but because hip hop is a black genre, it's a black invented and dominated genre. When you have a place like Seattle, where there's only 3.42% black people in the entire state, that's including Eastern Washington, Northern South, and the most densely populated area of the greater Seattle area with black people, it's only 3.42%. The venue owners, the the program, uh, uh, the people who run the radio program and all that shit, majority of them are white, if not all of them. So they're putting their ear on it, and they're not the most in-tune people because they didn't grow up like the white people in New York, where the white people in New York, they grew up on Wu-Tang, they grew up on Nas, they grew up on Naughty By Nature and all this kind of stuff, or they grew up on Dipset, they grew up on The Locks, they grew up on these artists, ASAP Rocky and all this kind of stuff, where they're in tune with hip-hop. The people out here, they're not in tune with hip-hop even a fraction of what it is in Atlanta, L.A., Miami, uh, Philly, the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? So it's you can't trust the radio and things out here. You can't trust, like, that's why I don't really, yeah.
3: Well, now that you've said that and I kind of pointed the elephant out in the room, I feel like our patron saint for, for pop music has traditionally been Macklemore. Would you agree? That's like the... The music, the mainstream music icon of of Seattle would be considered Malcolm Malcolm Moore for recent times.
2: Malcolm and Lil Mosey. Lil Mosey is about nineteen. He blew right. up. He's from uh, Mount Lake Terrace and Shoreline.
3: Is he on the level of Malcolm Moore? Like he's, he's got no that?
2: hell. No. Oh, First okay. off, uh, when you <laughs> see, look, you almost got me on my uh, my uh, Doctor Umar bag. <laughs> now, when you when you're a white male mm-hmm. oh. and you make music that is more receivable to white people and you're talking about social issues that are very relevant and hit home for white people mm-hmm. it's gonna make it not easier i don't want to be like oh it's, it's just because he's white but i'm saying you got the majority of the country that can relate to you digestible so, digestible yeah so okay. you're it's gonna be easier to ascend because you're speaking to what the majority relates to as opposed to future which mm-hmm. future is doing great but they ain't going to play Future at an all-white wedding or a bar mitzvah or something like that. They're like, nah, get that get that gangster rap up out of here. You know, so, like, Lil Mosey is going to have a longer rise as long as he stays consistent, which I hope he does, you know what I'm saying? Um, it, it's going to be longer for him to reach that level not making that kind of music, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He don't make pop. He make hip-hop. He talk about lean and pulling up in a Sprite right. and getting a bitch and all this kind of stuff. Right, right. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, he, well said. Yep. Hey. Well,
2: I'm trying to bring the other side of hip hop to this area. The the other side, like I want the industry to know, hey, like there's th- this kind of stuff is happening here. Okay. Like people will come to Seattle and they'll be like, oh, damn, this is this is like a spot. Instead of being like, when you hear Seattle rap, you just think Macklemore.
0: Yeah. Or or oh, Lil sure. Mosey,
2: which ain't nothing wrong with them, but you know, there's there's
0: so much more. Okay. And now for our local to global. <laughs> yeah what i got playing in the background i'll start it off i got timeless riders my shout out is will vintage i worked with him you know in my career and uh good guy you know went to school did some tech things but main hip remained hip-hop from oakland california uh one of my ogs taught me a lot so shout out to you will uh congratulations on this album drop on apple music beats from your boy california influenced and uh that being said, who wants to slide into the next local tube?
3: Shoutouts to Cenaholic, uh vegan certified cinnamon roll establishment. They also have great cookies. They also have these great like cookie dough castle-like things. I don't I don't know. Fuck with Cinnamon uh, right here in Capitol Hill, Seattle. You got a sweet tooth. I do, I do, yeah, yeah.
2: Yo, and then uh I have a very close friend of me. He's also from Everett, a young entrepreneur, just turned 30, uh, Dominic Carney. He actually teaches people how to make money from home on Amazon. It's not a scam. He's a full-time trainer. You will be in contact with him in, in communication with him. Mm-hmm. And what he does is he teaches people how to drop ship a successful way because everybody knows about drop shipping, but he's actually figured out how to maximize. And I've watched firsthand, not just this is not a promo. This is not, I did not get paid. I've watched him firsthand take people from opening up their store to in the first month making five to seven grand just on Amazon reselling things and drop si- drop shipping and even more than that if you follow him so yeah I want to shout out my homeboy and anybody who you know might have went through it during COVID or maybe you need a side hustle that could turn into a full-time hustle that you can add to another full-time hustle mm-hmm. definitely check my guy Dominic Carney out with that dropship and he'll get you right
0: yes sir and uh man right there on the hustle this is a perfect transition uh, i'm gonna slide to my local to global and another oops oh, run that back yeah this is a great transition uh i'm gonna slide to the d-pop of the week uh are you familiar with d-pop by chance i'm not i uh, word. all right
2: what's that uh denmark pop music okay i was like what is that
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no i'm pop joking I'm, I'm
3: joking
2: i, I have gonna, no idea what it is you're gonna play uh, some sada baby
0: like <laughs> no no that's no, no, no. So, uh d-pop is a uh, um it's a website uh or an app where you can sell your clothes, like an online thrift store. Ah, yeah, yeah. Tr- trying to sell some furniture, man. Is this where I you picked up that
2: Olympic furniture. sweater?
0: Uh yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is where I got the Olympics.
2: Speaking of that, yo, that jacket is wavy as hell, bro. Yeah, that sweater. Oh, Appreciate it.
0: <laughs> hey, I, all right. So uh, You always got the drip, bro. Hey, much appreciated. All right, so yeah, here we go. Let me uh shout out this person. So uh, Depop is an app where you sell clothing. So I'm going to shout out Eve Marie, uh, Eve Galore. Pre loved clothing and accessories. All sales are final. U.S. shipping only. No trades or swaps. So, uh, what I like about her page right away, very scenic. All right. So she wears the fits and changes the background. A lot of greenery, but uh, it's also in a way where it's not too distracting. So it highlights the clothes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there you have it just uh, right there. So I got a shout out there. Check out the page. I'll have it tagged. And then as always, you can buy from the You Heard Radio page. Uh, each piece is a future story for your life puzzle brought to you by You Heard Radio. So uh, soon coming. And then yeah, I got some pieces. I'm just trying to get rid of pieces I don't I don't wear anymore. And it's a good way to like get side money. Maybe you're like, I'm, I'm not done with this piece completely. I might wear it another week. But if someone buys it, it's washed and gone. You know what I mean? And then it's a slow burner instead of just Eventually filling up the bag to the goodwill, and I'm sure, especially in your industry, you're going through so much styles and flows for different videos. Bro, you,
2: you know how many like thousands of dollars worth of drip I've just given to goodwill. Like, if my homies can't fit it, cause I always hit my homies first, I'd be like, hey, bro, I got this coat. It's like three hundred dollars, bro. It's too small, or it's too big, or I've worn it for like the past year, two years, bro. We don't be kicking it all the time, so nobody's gonna know. You gotta like, if you want this, you can have it. Yeah, but like. I just get tired of doing that, cause I'm like, bro, I want to give this drift to somebody who's gonna appreciate it. Oh my god! I don't even really need the money for it like that. Give me a little something. If you're a stranger, if I know you, I'll just give it to you. But it's like, all my clothes is expensive.
0: My god, you gotta. <laughs> I want to
2: lay <lace> somebody. <laughs> I tell you, I tell <laughs> it, it, it,
0: it, it's passive income. It's a little work, nothing too crazy. But all you gotta do, take a picture in the shirt, maybe do a flat lay, yeah, and then you choose the price every day. Yeah, I sometimes say it's 13, sometimes in the mood I'm like, man, 50 today. <laughs> and then someone buy it for 50 and i'm like whoa! i just raise it because it'll be like item sold and i'm like did i have it super low look and it was in a healthy spot but definitely something you can just take pictures if you're not like in the mood to model Will them. you send me that page yeah i'll send it to you yeah flat lay them and then yeah it's just it, the the order comes in you can charge for shipping so they pay for it or whatever and then all you do is go to paypal click their name print that thing the ups will just go to the post office play your favorite song on the way because the money's coming you know yeah, that's my favorite part. They take 10%, so whatever price you make, 10% from them, and the rest is bread. Hey, so uh, I love to end the episode on a positive statement for the people for the week, you know, tapping in. They might be on their way to work or on their way to tucking their kids to bed or I don't know what they do on movie night, but they're not sure if it's movie night because they still listening to the pod. So uh, what's something we want to leave them with, you know, to get this week, a blessed week going? I
2: think... Uh First off, stay safe. Wear your mask. I'm not going to encourage nobody to get vaccinated. If you decide to get vaccinated, that's on you. Um, But most importantly, bro, love yourself. Like, if you don't love yourself, and I don't mean love yourself like, oh, yeah, I love myself. I wouldn't like, no, like, for real, do what's best for you at all times. I'm not saying be a bad person and, and shit on nobody to do what's best for yourself. But sometimes the the rest of the people around you or even just the world don't have your best interests at heart and do what's best for yourself man love yourself loving yourself Mm -hmm. will keep you out of bad situations with bad people or just people who you actually don't belong around and it'll keep your brain healthy it'll keep you thinking like okay instead of going out to drink maybe i need to stay home because i realize i'm actually exhausted from hanging out all week but now i just want to be around people just to be around people you love yourself you'd be like you know what my body's telling me i'm not that i could rest and then when you love yourself you're like i'm not missing out on nothing it's yes. gonna be all right if i go out saturday instead of friday and saturday and, and then do a daytime turn up on sunday you don't need all that you know because i haven't I been there so just loving yourself is everything there. man Bless. toxic relationships or bad breakups and everything you could feel like things are your fault you might be down love yourself bro anything that didn't stick with you through life wasn't meant for you and the universe took it away from you for a purpose it served its purpose it ran its course
0: yeah, hey man, you couldn't have said it better. Our blessings like love yourself so you're not around the people that don't love you, you know? Listen So to you don't body.
2: put yourself in situations where you're not loved, no matter what that may be.
0: And uh what about you, Uriah?
3: Yeah, keep in with that same lens. Just remember you're the star of your own show. So as the protagonist, all
0: the other characters involved don't know what you're narrating in your brain. So just stay true to yourself. Stay true to yourself, say a buck fifty with yourself, all right? And that being said, I want to say, yeah, drink more water. Continue to stretch because I haven't stopped stretching. Still working on Good. my posture. Still working on it. Is your
3: posture poor? Uh,
0: It could be better. Okay. It always can. Yeah. Especially because you never know when you bent until you talk about ah, it. Then you're yeah. like, yo, I was kind of like this for a whole hour. I feel hour. like
3: being six feet, we just got to bend down to people all the time, man. It's
0: kind of Six one, six one. Oh, six one. Oh. No, okay. Shoes on, shoes on, shoes on. <laughs> Don't ever say I'm five one.
2: Yo, for real, like... I got <clears throat> this girl told me a joke she said you know the difference between a six-foot woman and a six-foot man uh. and and i was like what and she said one of them's telling the truth <laughs> uh. <laughs> women don't want to be six foot they're like damn i don't even want to be this tall be taller than all these other men can't wear heels a guy is like i need to be six foot so i can get that good look
0: yeah yeah because you get crossed off the list if you're under five seven at least it's all it's Yo, a hard bro, game there's
2: just- if a female is five eight yeah. you gotta be like six two she's like no nah, I want to still feel small and I want to be able to wear heels and still feel small mm-hmm. so either got to be like stocky or you got to be six foot six two six
3: three I got- feel like just by being six foot I haven't had to put as much work in oh, well. there's no way I could exist the
2: way I exist I got sure. a fucking <laughs> six foot nine homeboy and just when we were younger because yeah. you know he he's he's in a relationship now he's got kids and everything mm-hmm. but when we was younger women would just flock to him just oh my god you're so tall and that was all he needed because he was so charismatic that exactly. once they once he was like oh you like me bet
0: <laughs> yeah hey tall and nice that's hey. it it's a wrap that's it it's a wrap on that note you've all just been zoomed soon.
1: Yeah. let that boy live we Uh, these drugs got me stuck inside a prison. Uh, put me in the groove, help me find my real. I take drugs and tore my pistol. FN hanging up a list, y'all can dinner. Huggers got death rates for love money you know. We set up shop, catch up after we skin them. Then melt head to his motherfucking shoes. My goal is billions. I'm up millions. Superstar, not a civilian. Me and Ben Frank got cool, we chillin'. I'm in the state, chillin', bitch, I'm billin'. Hilly I ain't drug dealing. It's a mall and I spend me a lottery ticket. I'll kick it with groupies with my bitch, I'm picking it. Me and her get some how we Feel Still fucking off for the freakies, we intimate. Leave her, we ain't coming back. I'ma Man. keep it a buck fifty. Right. You can't fuck with me. Right. Try to run on me. Right. We gon' bust semi. Right. in me. And you drive house by the whipping. Right. Fucking on the dot and the kidney. Right. Nigga, this my shit. Come take a ride with me. Right. Swerve right. some. Hop off your ass and go earn some. Yeah. Get into the back on a daily basis. Yes. Hit sex with I'ma burn some. I'ma go shopping without my gun. Daddy, on me, why take codeine with the blunt? What do you mean, why I sip codeine, dealing smoke brunch? Living my life on the I got dogs inside my house one way in and one way out put my dick up in a mouth trying to feel what they talking about I'm in Coachella double R on the truck for like Birdman. I'm a stunner. not a pedestrian I shoot a movie like cameras gunna and gunna bitch I'm a superstar i make pull up in the supercar fuck your mama Try My sis, my sis. Come to the ride with me Skirt, swerve something I'll Hop up your ass and go earn some Get into the bag on a daily basis Hit sex flip, I'ma burn some I don't go shopping without my gun Daddy you on know me, I take codeine with the block Body on me, I sip codeine, smoke rocks Living my life on the money, huh?